definition of the Christian life in Galatians 2.20. It is, no longer I, but Christ. Here he is not stating something special or peculiar, a high level of Christianity. He is, we believe, presenting God's normal for a Christian, which can be summarized in the words, I live no longer, but Christ lives his life in me. God makes it quite clear in His Word that He has only one answer to every human need, His Son, Jesus Christ. In all His dealings with us, He works by taking us out of the way and substituting Christ in our place. The Son of God died instead of us for our forgiveness. He lives instead of us for our deliverance. So we can speak of two substitutions, a substitute on the cross who secures our forgiveness and a substitute within who secures our victory. It will help us greatly and save us from much confusion if we keep constantly before us this fact, that God will answer all our questions in one way and one way only, namely, by showing us more of His Son. Our Dual Problem, Sins and Sin We shall take now as a starting point for our study of the normal Christian life that great exposition of it which we find in the first eight chapters of the Epistle to the Romans, and we shall approach our subject from a practical and experimental point of view. It will be helpful, first of all, to point out a natural division of this section of Romans into two, and to note certain striking differences in the subject matter of its two parts. The first eight chapters of Romans form a self-contained unit, The four and a half chapters from 1-1 to 5-11 form the first half of this unit, and the three and a half chapters from 5-12 to 8-39 the second half. A careful reading will show us that the subject matter of the two halves is not the same. For example, in the argument of the first section we find the plural word sins given prominence. In the second section, however, this is changed. For while the word sins hardly occurs once, the singular word sin is used again and again and is the subject mainly dealt with. Why is this? It is because in the first section it is a question of the sins I have committed before God, which are many and can be enumerated, whereas in the second it is a question of sin as a principle working in me. No matter how many sins I commit, it is always the one sin principle that leads to them. I need forgiveness for my sins, but I need also deliverance from the power of sin. The former touches my conscience, the latter, my life. I may receive forgiveness for all my sins, but because of my sin I have, even then, no abiding peace of mind. When God's light first shines into my heart, my one cry is for forgiveness, for I realize I have committed sins before Him. But when once I have received forgiveness of sins, I make a new discovery, namely, the discovery of sin, and I realize not only that I have committed sins before God, but that there is something wrong within. I discover that I have the nature of a sinner. There is an inward inclination to sin, a power within that draws to sin. When that power breaks out, I commit sins. I may seek and receive forgiveness, but then I sin once more. So life goes on in a vicious circle of sinning and being forgiven and then sinning again. I appreciate the blessed fact of God's forgiveness, but I want something more than that. I want deliverance. 
I need forgiveness for what I have done, but I need also deliverance from what I am. God's Dual Remedy The Blood and the Cross Thus, in the first eight chapters of Romans, two aspects of salvation are presented to us. Firstly, the forgiveness of our sins, and secondly, our deliverance from sin. But now, in keeping with this fact, we must notice a further difference. In the first part of Romans 1-8, to we twice have reference to the blood of the Lord Jesus in chapter 3.25 and in chapter 5.9. In the second, a new idea is introduced in chapter 6.6, where we are said to have been crucified with Christ. The argument of the first part gathers around that aspect of the work of the Lord Jesus which is represented by the blood shed for our justification through the remission of sins. This terminology is, however, not carried on into the...